In this episode, we're going to talk about the importance of noticing and getting awareness of what is your way of reacting to the unknown and to keep a flexible and growth mindset. We also review important points of the last four guests. So there is a lot packed in this episode. So get ready. Have you ever wondered what makes people capable of creating changes that impact their lives and the world around them? What is their way of thinking, their mentality, their patterns, their perceptions of the world, their reactions to different life events? What influences them? My name is Cristina Puyol, and I invite you to join me in this adventure where we will explore together the mind of change makers. So here we are now with 10 episodes published and so much to get from each guest and each episode. Have you listened to them? Podcasts are to be listened while doing other things or while relaxing, but I would advise that sometimes you should get a pen and paper and take notes because there's so much use in them and more coming in future episodes. So let me tell you a story. A few years back when I was being interviewed to work as an engineer, I went through a lot of interviews in the U.S. In one of the interviews, which lasted for about six hours, a long time, it was all in English. And I think the hardest part was that it was in English. They started asking me questions about probability and statistics, things that were really not related with what I thought was going to be my job, a software engineer. I remember one of the questions. If you throw an infinite number of darts into a dartboard, what is the probability that you are closer to the center than to the edge? When that question was handed to me, I've already gone through two other interviewers who also spent a whole bunch of time asking me questions actually not related with computer science. So I actually told them, I'm being interviewed for a job in computer science, right? And they were like, yes, 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 this is part of the interview. So after a bunch of hours of this type of interview, just struggling through all the questions they were asking me, I realized that what they were trying to see was my reaction in front of something that I didn't know. They wanted to see what was my mental process, my emotional reaction to something that I didn't have the answer to. If they saw that I knew the question, they will either go deeper into this matter or they will completely change the questions. If they saw me answer too quickly, they will change the question again. They were really looking for questions that I didn't know the answer. They wanted to see what was my reaction when I didn't know what they were talking about, when I didn't know what to answer and see what was my process. Why? Because I was applying for a job in an area of work where everything was new, everything was unknown, and they were trying to create something that did not exist, trying to find a solution to new questions, to new technical challenges, to things that had not been seen or done before. So where are you going to find the answers? Not in Mr. Google, but by applying your mind and creativity to it with a mindset that does not give up. In this artwork question, I don't remember exactly what I answer, but I remember that the interviewer looked at me and said, that's interesting. No one has ever told me that answer. And I thought, oh, now I'm screwed. <laughs> they didn't want this answer. I actually asked him at the end after getting all my possible solutions to the question, so what's the answer? And he explained it to me. He also said, you never gave up. And you came out with a new way of seeing the problem with a new solution that might not solve the problem, but it meant that you went and stepped outside your comfort zone 
outside the box and outside of a predetermined solution and you never gave up. And you tried and you applied yourself and you thought about it. It was interesting when he shared that part because the one thing that I took out of studying my career was that I learned to think, which I had not learned in school. And by think, I mean just solving problems. For me, the university was a place where they taught me how to solve problems, which is what I call how to think. Because even the first year when I started the university, we had to make a project and they only told us the first day of the class, by the end of the year, you need to present this project done with this language. Go and figure it out. And we didn't even know that language. So that's like telling you, you have to get here to this point in the map. You have to figure out how to get there to find the road, to draw the road. You haven't even to draw the map to find again that road. And then you have to explain it to someone. <laughs> Why am I telling you this? Because I feel that in this time post 2020, and as I record these here, we just for the first time in a long time are without a curfew. There are many unknown things in the future. This is such an important thing to know how to deal with the unknown that we cannot underestimate in these times where so many jobs have been lost, where so many things have changed, where our lives have been affected in so many ways. What is your reaction to new things? your flexibility to the unknown. How do you deal with the unknown? What is your emotion in front of the unknown? The fact that we stay flexible and then we keep always a learning mentality is crucial to navigate these times and life in general. It's going to make it so much easier for us. And when I mean easier, I don't mean maybe less difficult or with less struggle, but I mean with less suffering. Because when you resist something, usually you suffer more. So what is your reaction in front of the unknown? Do you sell your way out of it? Do you reason your way? Do you give up? Do you start and then give up? Do you victimize yourself? Do you say, I don't know? Do you find the justification why you shouldn't even be doing this? Do you find someone else to do it? Or do you work through it? Do you study the unknown and see how far you get? Do you stick to it until you have it figured out? Do you give yourself a fixed time to solve it one way before you try a different approach? What is your way of processing the unknown, of facing the unknown? This is something, I have good news, that can be taught, learned, and therefore improved. Saying, I don't know, keep us stuck. Nowadays, they talk a lot about stepping out of the comfort zone. I call it in a different way. I call it stepping out of the familiar zone. Because sometimes we are very uncomfortable and it's very unhealthy, but it's familiar. And we don't want to leave it because it's familiar. Because there is certainty and security in the familiar. And that's one of the main basic human needs. On the other hand, sometimes you don't want to leave this familiar zone, this comfort zone, because it's nice. Because it's a good zone for us. But it's gone too small or the outside seems too scary. So in this case, I will say more than stepping out of the comfort zone, expanding the familiar zone. Now, just an observation. If you put in Google comfort zone, you're going to see a lot of people jumping from an airplane. <laughs> the fact that you try new things, it's very helpful. But sometimes these new things like jumping from an, air from an airplane make us feel like we're really getting out of a comfort zone. And maybe at the same time, we are not tackling that hard conversation that we need to have with a family member or with someone at work or that hard decision that we have to take because we don't know what's coming afterwards. So when we talk about stepping out of the comfort zone, honesty with ourselves 
plays a big role in stepping out. Being flexible and having a learning mindset is very important and useful. What keeps us flexible and learnable? Well, one thing is to find time every day to learn something new, to read something, even if it's just for one minute, one phrase, listen to one minute of something. And I know we hear this all the time, but we need to apply it to become learnable. <laughs> and to be flexible, well, we can practice that by adding better questions in our daily life. One very good one to add was mentioned by JB in our 10th episode, which is, what is the 360 view of this situation? And then ask continuously, what's the solution to this? What's the solution to this? What's the solution to this? Now, let's do a little review of things shared in the past four episodes. I do this part especially since some episodes are in English and some in Spanish, and also because there's so much in them. That is good to get a summary and maybe I point out something you missed or forgot and you may want to go back and listen to that episode again. Gonzalo is this amazing musician, it's in episode 7, who shared a beautiful new perspective about the luggage that we all carry. This is where all our learnings and knowledge and bumps along the road are. He says that the important thing is to recognize this suitcase, this luggage, being as honest as one can be with what we carry in it. And at some point, order it and be able to do beautiful things with it. Things are not forgotten, but ordering your suitcase allows you to carry them with a certain grace and to forgive yourself for what you're not proud to do or proud that you have done. Forgiveness is a very valuable thing. He talked about how it's very important that people continue to leave space for music to be something important in everyone's life. Humanity needs an artistic connection, especially when one is a child. We also talk about the importance, as a teacher, to give students space so that they can be themselves. It's important to let the student have their own voice. We also spoke about the difference between urgent things and important things. You can let the urgencies eat up the things that are important. He also shared how his growth has been like a like making a soup in a slow cooker and is still cooking and how he's the result of many musicians that influence him. And we can apply that to any career and a way of life. If you feel things are still not coming up for you, just think maybe your soup is in a slow cooker and that's okay. With Natasha in episode eight, We talk about the role of curiosity in her life as a propeller for change and growth. She also shares what she considers the quality of a good leader. For her, the first rule of leadership is everything is your fault. Other leadership qualities, honesty. And having a reason and seeing and using the business as a transformational tool for the problem that you're tackling in the world. There needs to be a reason, a vision, why was created in the first place. She shared how she tries to ride the wave of flow and inspiration and help trigger them with things like exercise. She shares how she uses things like Instagram and collaborations with different magazines to work her own writing muscle in her journey of reconnecting with her voice. She knows that practice will bring her more and more clarity in her message. Episode 9 brought our guest Santiago Rafael and his outstanding journey. He was addicted to video games, food, alcohol, and other substances. And dancing 
was the ignition of his transformation to becoming a master of Akashic Records, founder of La Femme, and a lot more. For him, the taste of life changed when he was able to dance to the music. We are always dancing. Life is a constant dance. And this experience is very important because it connects us with our bodies. For Santiago, changing his environment was fundamental in his transformation. And he believes and experience that emotional intelligence is the base of everything. He shares an exercise to start finding your own values with free writing. Write word phrases that you like about who you are. Reflect on what it means each one and make a list and then put it in order. Think about situations that affected you emotionally. Remember things in your own life and see what made you feel proud, honor, and look for what was the seasoning that made you feel full of life? What was the spice that made you feel full of life? And also, what was your worst moment? And in movies too, what made you cry or what motivated you? And with that, you will start to find your values. And we reach our 10th episode with J.B. Owen. She packs so much information in our somehow 50 minutes, I think, with her amazing life stories. As Santiago said, she also talked about the importance of putting yourself in an environment where people value what you value. Where you live and where you thrive, it really matters. And you have to be around people that understand you and accept you, encourage you. And you have to be in the vibration that best fits you. Look for that. To discover who you are, give yourself permission to go on an exploration. No one should tell you what to do. Try things out. Be courageous. Be brave. Do something that you have never done before. It doesn't have to be jumping from an airplane. <laughs> Get to know it before you judge it. To decide who you are requires you to put yourself in it and try it. And then you can say, not for me, or I love that. With that, you're teaching yourself to trust yourself. JB also pointed out that when we say, I don't know, we're really telling the universe, I don't want to know. So the universe is not going to give you the answer and we're kind of paralyzing ourselves. So she encouraged to say, I am learning, I'm figuring it out. I'm on my way of finding it out. I'm about to discover, turn it into a posinum. If you're a single mom, listen especially to this episode as she talks about the single mom syndrome. It's episode number 10 again. She also shares a favorite quote, your past does not define you, it refines you. JB explains that when you are in the pit, in the trenches of your life, there is a moment where you say, this is so much where I don't want to be, that you start to climb out of that pit. And little by little, you start doing things that one day brings you so far away from that pit that one day you cross the line, pass into what's possible for you. To speed up the process, or maybe to avoid the pit altogether, humility is a big component to help speed that process. And there will be a point where you're closer to your destiny than you are to the pit. You can dedicate every day to walk towards that line where you're closer to your dreams than you are to the pit. She also shares the importance of a pause. It does take a moment of pause, a day, a week, to put yourself in a situation where you can reflect instead of just reacting and open yourself to be curious about how could it be different? How could it look different? 
life is about being curious. She also shares a powerful question to ask, especially when it, it, you are in a situation where it's us versus them, is what's the 360 degree on that? What are the other things that I need to look at? JB also shares a beautiful way to see emotions, which is that we are born with all the emotions pinned to our birthday suit, and every one of us is born to feel each one of those emotions on that list. And we can ask also the same question that we said before, what is the 360 view on this emotion? How does the emotion feel like? What is one emotion in the list that I absolutely want to feel? She trains her brain to focus on finding the solutions. So she asks over and over again, what is the solution here? We have to be careful with the words we use. You get exactly what you say. You get what you ask for. So look for the solutions. She also trains her brain to create happiness and be responsible for her own happiness. So every morning she asks a question, what's going to make me happy today? And she does this exercise with her kids too. The kids learn that they have the power to make themselves happy. For adults, you learn that you detect your happiness. You don't have to wait for happiness to happen or being brought by someone else. So revisit, re-listen these episodes as there's so much in them. So we've spoken about the importance of being aware of your way to reacting to the unknown, to keep a flexible and growth mindset. We've also reviewed important points of the last four guests. What is your one takeaway from this episode? What can you start implementing today? I would love to hear from you. So send me an email at info at tuitumente.com. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Big, 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 big hugs and kisses, Jane Maker.